Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Scott. We're keeping you in the loop with the guitar community. Sound a little cheaper than keeping you in the loop. Woo! Yeah, I was hoping I'd sound cheaper. This is probably the best I felt in weeks. Wow. Yeah. Oh, this episode is brought to you by Electromotive Soundco. Go to electromotivesound.com to get the clone V3. Well, I, I said something that was pretty cool about it. And I, I, what was our little tagline thing? Did you create a tagline for him? Yes. I, I, like, don't, I don't remember I don't, this. It was, it was, I mean, it'll be easy to find because it'll be in the first something seconds of a, I don't know. Anyways. Go check it out. It's an amazing pedal that I think all of us... Have you gotten the V3 yet, or are you still on the V2? I don't have uh, a V3 oh, yet. you don't have the... Okay. I have his KTR. Um, yeah, that's right. Because we both did something uh, with, like, uh, kind of uh, one-off pedals, mm-hmm. each on our own. And then... Because, wait, so you don't have a clone at all? I don't have a clone at all. You need to get one. Dude. I do. I do. I have almost all of his other pedals at this yeah. point. Yeah um but yeah i don't even use pedals much anymore same so but they're there and they're fantastic and i'm not gonna lie uh his ktr i can't really tell a difference between that and my clon like i have a real clon um well you have a real ktr i have a real ktr which is a real clon okay all right right. but when when people say clon they're assuming the centaur oh i don't yeah i don't have a OG big box sent sent her. No. Yeah. Okay. And I never I will. <laughs> that is a lo- honestly like now what I love to be there one day where I could spend stupid. Yeah. If I had the money like to blow, I might get one just to have it. I have so many things that I could spend that money on yeah. in gear I mean, that are so far in front of me jumping on an OG clone. I know, but how else will people know a douchebag besides talking to me? Hmm. I want them to know without me. Thank, thank you for making that self-reflective and not like a shot at me. Because like it could have oh, gone that way. It could have. And I'm, no, I'm just totally appreciating couldn't. that it was self-deprecating. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like, I wasn't just going to call Wait, I was the one who was talking about getting it. <laughs> like, no. You were literally the one saying you don't want to. And I'm like, I don't know. I, I would do it. <laughs> you know, the classic, like, uh, you know, a musician drives with more gear than the car mm-hmm. is worth. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, like, was it? Drives, you... drives 500 miles. Yeah. In a, with, with $6,000 worth of gear and a $1,000 car <clears throat> uh, for $100 in pay. Could you imagine <laughs> having a pedal that's worth more than your car? <laughs> I mean, in all fairness, at some point I might have. I've driven some shitty cars before, but uh, no. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, what's new with you? I don't know. I don't think anything. I mean, last we talked to you, you just got the LT, the LT back, and you were diving back yeah. into the Helix world. Yeah. Oh, oh. So new. So I, I went. Um, I think I mentioned it on the podcast. Uh, some someone i used to play with reached out to me oh yeah and um asked if i would be willing to come uh, possibly join their worship team um and so i went and visited the church last week i enjoyed it uh i was very upfront and honest on how i'm still a little standoffish with church 
um and just kind of all the stuff and and seeing as he was with me at the church that i last went to mm-hmm. and was there whenever the church closed down and yeah so, like he gets some of the the baggage oh he yeah no he gets it and it was you know and i just told myself i was just up front and honest i was like and especially because there's a lot of churches that have requirements for being on the worship team and stuff like that and you know i mm-hmm. told him i said i said you know um i don't plan on changing myself I said, I've done that where I changed myself, you know, to be on a worship team. I said, but this is where I'm at. I said, I, I, I still have like the foundations of faith rooted in me. But beyond that, I don't know where I'm at. He was like, no, I get it. He's like, it's all good. He's like, you can still complain. I was like, okay. There you go. So, that, you're you're <laughs> welcome there until they get a real christian yeah real christian well well, no i mean because the big thing is because i even asked him i was like i was like i because i went visited sunday they had two guitar players on stage i was like what do you need me for Mm -hmm. and he was he was like well he was like well he's like you know this so-and-so only does this so often and so-and-so is that's not really where they want to be and this person's leaving and all that and i was like okay and he's like and he's like i'll be honest he's like everyone else only does it like once a month He's like, and I know you. And I was like, yeah. I was like, you know, I'll be there pretty much every week. Yeah, I, I'm not that type of person that can do it once every mo- every week. I burn out. See, but yeah, I, I don't. Um, but it would be one of those things where it would be nice. Um, it would be weird for me because I'm I, every worship team I've been on has been like I'm there every week, mm-hmm. and for me to sit out would feel almost like just coming from almost like a traumatic response from just the churches I've been in before, I would feel guilty. You know what I mean? Hmm. I'd feel bad. Cause you know, you, 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 I don't know if you've ever been in one of those worship teams where it's pretty much like a, if you're like, I really need a week off they you feel bad for it or they make you feel bad or they don't like try to be nice and reassure you. Oh, so we refer to those as toxic environments, Diaz. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're a volunteer. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And they are lucky to have you help, not. So that was like one entitlement. of the entitlement, man. Oh, we're deep diving on this one now. Okay. Yeah. No. All right. So like, cause that was one of the things. So the church that the church that I was at when it ended, the last church I actually was like attending and, and participating in, I had left that church at one time before. Cause me and the pastor kind of got into it because I was not in a financial place to tithe like faithfully, mm. but also I was a volunteer who spent hours and hours every week at the church and doing stuff. And it was like one of those, I kind of felt, I was like, it was, it was, it was pretty rough. Yeah. I wonder if, I don't know if we were doing the podcast when I left. Uh, you were playing, you were playing somewhere when we started the podcast. I don't know if that was there, but like, yeah. Um, I, you know, we talked a little bit about this. I've, I switched places where I'm, involved with and one of the things i did really early on of being involved with them was like all right cool you have other guitar players and i'm never going to try to make an exclusive or you know try to be yeah. the top guy or like i'm, I'm just like i'm just going to be here and i'm just going to chill and i'm going to be okay with that and like i'm going to realign my goals of where like jealousy and like my insecurity is um and that reset's been wonderful and to the point where now i'm where i'm actively like all right pick somebody else pick somebody else yeah and like actually kind of sometimes holding my church at like uh an arm's length to say mm-hmm. there needs to be need for somebody else for you to invest in them 
and it's not about me investing in them it's about you investing in them and uh and this is not me quitting this is me leaving room for other people right because there was a little bit of that where i was like you know i was starting to really feel a lot of pressure with them and just but i was just like no 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 no. this is not exclusive i'm not going to be here every week i'm going to have limits yeah and you know if that means i'm not your top pick anymore fine Mm -hmm. as well so then you just get what you want yeah (laughs) but no i haven't visited i'm going back to church tomorrow we're recording on a saturday which is not common for us but no but it's labor day weekend and you know i have plans so yeah i don't but well i i've been locked inside for a week plus yeah that's right having any human interaction so like i am going to go enjoy my monday of safe outdoor activity by safe i mean we're going to go drink on a boat so like (laughs) i'm on a boat yeah uh with the girlfriend's friends so we'll see how that goes like i get along with my girlfriend's friends that's not the that's not the we'll see how it goes it's the how sunburned am i going to get (laughs) wait 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 wait. where's your so your girlfriend's friends but your girlfriend's not gonna be there right no she'll be back oh okay if you listen if you're on our patreon uh she called into the show so (laughs) oh that's monday today's saturday okay yeah um no well yeah we we like she's she's flying back tomorrow like i get to we'll 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 be okay um (laughs) yeah i'm so tired all right i guess we should start uh did uh, wait what's new with you did we ask Uh, i bought some irs and i've been fooling around with them and i i think i figured out a way to do so i've been trying to get um a way to get my my uh z-rack to sound correct through a two notes okay because the z-rack has mismatched speakers mm. it has an alnico blue and it has an alnico gold and so i've been trying to find a way of properly you know doing a sim with both the blue and the gold okay with limited success i actually have a success of i was able to get two good impulse responses made and stacked together in my two notes so hmm. still working through it i I'm, i have a few other ideas of like weird experiments that i'm doing but yeah been doing that um when uh a friend was in town last week i was left alone with his two rock for a day oh i know that friend yeah so um i also have some profiles of that so some fun things oh that's cool yeah i've been um i've got to get some good patches set up for church the so. classic uh if you haven't looked at the dave hill his slop hill slop yeah that's <laughs> um those are a good place to start so are the worship tutorials ones where you know it's a vox and a fender together is the tone yeah i've got if i want to find a good like stereo setup because they run all of their stuff stereo yeah two amps like just hard panned yep is a great way to do stereo in a church where that yeah that's that was definitely the the thought and the plan it gives you a lot more width um Mm -hmm. If they're not, if they're just panning you to both to one side, you know, obviously make sure they stack. Like you're not having weird phase mismatch issues. Um, so like try running them in mono and then split them to stereo. Does that make sense? Yeah, they they already have like last week both players were using Helix. Nice. 
sorry there was a, there was a floor and then a lt yeah so like they're they're already pretty much set ready to go like everyone just pretty much i think the lt that they have is pretty much like the church one that stays there yeah but the um that was like i was watching the guy who was playing lead uh and he just he grabbed his helix and left and i was like that's what i want to do nice yeah my uh my church has two Kempers for the guitars, and I'm the only person who really knows how to use a Kemper there anymore. And yeah. I don't, I don't even use a Kemper that much. So, yeah, because you use the quad cortex when you're there. Yep. And so everyone else is on like a Helix. Uh, what am I? The Stomp, HX Stomp is what pretty much everyone else has. Mm -hmm. And now, oh, the Stomp's pretty good, but I, uh, yeah. Oh, I, I. There's something in the transients about the amp that keeps me off of Helix. It's so convenient and like it's still one of the best deals out there. And you know, if mm -hmm. I were building a board from scratch, I'd I'd really consider it. But there's something about the way amp captures get the transients of amps really right. Yeah. That keeps me locked in that world. And I've seen other people like because I prioritize the amp a lot. I've right. seen other people be like, no, it's the effects that matter a ton. That so that's that is definitely something that goes for me. Even though I use pretty much the same effects, I would I mean, but overall the I don't I feel like once you start burying it, mm -hmm. your those little nuances and stuff that you're referring to just kind of go away. Yeah, and, if, if you're a and, super big modulation person, particularly, like that's where like, I think I, a lot of that goes away. Whereas I don't use a ton of modulation. Yeah, that's, I mean, I love, I use, uh, well, some of the effects I use very common is, uh, I use chorus some, mm -hmm. um, and then especially delay, uh, for church, definitely delay, reverb. Um, I'm basically a Leslie. Reverb. I don't huh? use a Leslie ever. I do. I love it. I, I love I, a fast I use... spinning speaker. I use tremolo and I don't use tremolo. I use tremolo a lot. The only time I use tremolo is when I'm doing like rage against the machine stuff. Oh, I like or a real, I, I like a slow surf. like a slow warbling tremolo. No. Adds a lot of body to like an edge of breakup kind of tone. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. But I don't know. then But you know, if you love chorus so much, maybe we should talk about this new chorus pedal from Mythos. I was just seeing how long we could, if we would just do the whole episode without even talking about gear news. Oh. We could. But I don't know if people... But it's been two would. weeks, and so people are, like, hankering for something, right? Like Hankering? Mm-hmm. You hankering? All right. Um, yeah, Mythos has the the fates. Yeah, it, it is a true Bucket Brigade tribute D to an old Japanese-style choruses. Mm-hmm. Two large black chicken head knobs for rate and depth. Yeah. And, and two different modes. Chorus and vibrato, which is getting, like, everyone's got that. I dig it. It's very simple. It's very simple. And it, it's an interesting Please. one because, like, does Mythos have unified branding now? Because this is, this is mm -hmm. a departure from, like, their classic looks, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think they have unified branding. Yeah. much um i will say this though i hope this pedal is not over i feel like 189 dollars is like the 229 mm. 
I mean, it's Bucket Brigade, but like, mm-hmm. it's and it's JFET by buffering as okay. well. So like, it, it's okay. it's premium in terms okay. of like what okay. it's built on. Yeah, but it's only got two knobs. I mean, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Are you doing pedal math right now? Yeah, um, you got two hundred twenty nine dollars divided by two knobs uh, times point zero four one nine five. Yeah, yeah, your 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 dollars per knob value is uh, a little rough, right? Um, yeah, yeah. It's it's a, like I said, it's it's a wider enclosure than we're probably used to. Um, so it's a, it's, it's a unique shape. It is top mounted jacks. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Nothing. I just like I can audibly I, I, hear you bite your tongue right now. So like. I just I don't feel like top mounted jacks is a selling point anymore. I to me it's not. Like I get like some people it might be, but like I mean I pedal I just, this wide it works. Now you have enough width in your uh so you're not stepping on the pedal next to it. It you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of like a BBE pedal. Mm. The look of it. The size is a bit, if you remember the big box BBE, mm-hmm. like the Booster Grande and all it, that. Is, is uh, that not what it's alluding to? Is it? Isn't BBE a Japanese company? I don't think the B. no, that's not the chorus, because BBE wasn't known for a chorus. No? No, that's not alluding to BBE, I don't think so. Oh no, BBE is headquartered in California. I'm wrong. Yeah. Well, and BBE is, I mean, well, the Sonic Maximizer is not that old. I mean, it's the 90s. I mean, it, right? but it is like, it does look a lot like the Sonic Stomp when you actually, yeah. now that you mentioned it. Yeah. It, I think it's just the same. I think it's probably just the same exact box size. But the, the font kind of reminds me of the, um, kind I, of like, I get MXR vibes from it. No, am i no. wrong what what am yeah. i thinking of um i don't know but like we got so much gear we should move in here just because stop. You know. we need to stop staring at this pedal just trying to remember what does yeah. this remind me of all right uh so 229 dollars. not horrible because it does have premium components and stuff in it mm-hmm. um but speaking of premium thorpe effects launches scaled down version of the dane pedal for its five-year anniversary Thorpey's only been around for five years. No, the Dane pedal has been around. For oh, okay. Five years. Okay. Sorry. Thank you. I was like, mm. I like that doesn't sound right. It's actually a much smaller um, enclosure than I expected. Mm-hmm. Well, so or uh, sorry, not what I was I I like combined two thoughts in my head while I was speaking. Um, I didn't realize the Dane has been around for five years. Yeah. That's a uh, that's much longer than I thought. I mean, the Dane was a um, was a Klon, wasn't it? I don't remember. Um, so they've added a heavier clipping mode uh, to switch the. Uh, there's also now an option to switch the boost from standard DP Danish Pete clipping to heavier clipping. Um, they're retiring the Mark One. Okay. So it will only be the smaller version. Um, uh, the Thorpe says the heavy clipping option is similar to the second channel of the heavy water pedal, offering extra grit uh, should it be needed. Um, 
it's still not cheap, but Thorpey pedals never were. Um, so at 264 pounds, which translates into $332 American. Um, that's with VAT though. So like if you go to Thorpey's website directly, you can get it for 284. Mm. Now there's probably shipping on top of that. That probably makes it more, but it's there. Anyway. Okay. Anyway. Actually, is this pedal now more similar to what's his face? Um, green child. Yeah. Mm. Looks more like the green child ones now, which, you know, the th look started first, but yeah. Anyway. Now for quickly hyped, but then kind of quickly fell off the map. Um, Universal Audio has come out with a line of single effects uh, in the single size. So they've done their multi-effects range where they had like the Starlight. Uh... Anyway. Yeah. Um, so now these there's four new ones. There's the 1176 Studio Compressor, the Heavenly Plate Reverb, the Evermore Studio Reverb, and the Orion Tape Echo. All right. So the Orion Tape Echo, if you look at the design, you see the circles. Mm-hmm totally looks like the keely pedal yes it does it gives very similar vibes like when i saw it my brain went straight to the keely echoes yeah. is it the echoes or the no no it's the other um oh what's that one uh wasn't it an andy timmons like delay pedal yeah i can't believe what it i can't not believe i, okay. I can't remember exactly what the halo yes yep because it's got the zero with the circles around it Yep. Two circles around it. Same thing. Very similar look. Now, um, I think the most exciting one of the bunch to me is that the 1176 um, only comes in at two, uh, 199 So this is now, I think, the cheapest 1176-style compressor. Which is crazy that it's UA with the cheapest one. Yeah. Well, not, so, not, not, nothing against UA, but they're, they're usually a premium-priced pedal company it, or, or just product. It is now. I believe this is a um, this is a digital eleven seventy six versus okay. like a true optical. Yes. Okay. Um. So if you're like, no, it has to have the real components and the true optical, yada yada yada. You're still looking at an origin effects, like that yeah. level of price point. Um, because I their bigger compressor that had the eleven seventy six, the LA two A, and that other one. I think it was a raw style compressor all in one box. Um, those were all digital as well. Okay. Um, but having said that, that gives you this style of effect and also really cool. It comes with, um, a few different modes. So it does the single dual and sustain. So it can do that stacked to 1176s and each other. Mm. So, um, if you were thinking about picking up slot, that's really big with like slide players and those kind of guys, which is why like origin makes a stacked double 1176 pedal. Um, so that's pretty cool. All the other pedals come in at 219. So, um, well, I just lost Diaz on the call. Hey, he's back. Yeah. What happened? Uh, laptop acted up. Okay. So. All right, well, um, diving back in. Uh, so you've, you've got the tape echo trying to do the EP3 echoplex kind of thing. Um, mm -hmm. 
the it also has the cool did you did you talk about the because um, it actually has where you can turn the uh, preamp on and off oh nice and you can do uh true bypass or trails i love that like that's that's pretty cool like yeah the so. heavenly is a plate reverb uh born out of their golden reverberator uh plug-in so yeah true bypass analog dry through what else we got in there um i don't know the studio reverb is uh based on iconic 70s vintage digital hardware so i think i mean the good thing is is it seems like ua's uh, just really gotten the keely thing down where it's the same thing they're just changing the algorithm in it and well so this is them simplifying their algorithms and getting them into right. an easy digital form mm-hmm. factor which probably means you'll see tons of releases on this then well i'm just saying because all the all the pedals are the same casing mm-hmm. knobs that layout switches everything yeah so they're just literally i mean because that's the thing that like well, there was a time when keely was just like coming out with pedal after pedal after pedal and, yeah. and like it was just that they've got it where they can start when, knocking stuff out when you think about it like this is what tc electronics did mm-hmm. where they kind of had a form factor and they just kind of just kept going with it um yeah. Strymon did this too, so I'm I'm looking forward to seeing more of this, and I also like that they're getting now and down in a price point and future wise, where I'm not getting as upset with them as I was with their bigger stuff, mm-hmm. where like the noticeable emission of like MIDI, um, and how they handle stereo and all those kind of things. Here it's like no, these are mono simple effects. We're good with it. Mm. Now, I might be misspeaking. These might do stereo, and I'm just not realizing it. Or I TRS, don't think but they do. I think they're mono. So, um, cool. Yeah, cool. I feel like if it was stereo, they would really we would know that. So, I, yeah, you think you'd see it mentioned somewhere in the whole release? But anyway, here we are. Yeah. All right, let's keep moving. This is uh, this next pedal is super cool. Um, and I'm super cool pedals. It's the Thneed. Which is a Klon. Um, I'm guessing. I mean, is this a KTR style? Because it's got the the, the three. Um, well, so a KTR and a, a, a KTR and a Centaur are the same circuit. They're just in different formats. Mm. Okay. Uh, there's no in, there's there's no internal charge pump. Um, okay. So it's actually, I believe, a nine volt circuit instead of doing the internal. 18 um oh, the, tre- the serial number's really cool yeah the the treble not uh, is a little bit different yeah did we, did we even talk about the artwork no it it, it has very dr seuss inspired is, artwork so it's dr seuss inspired artwork has the same um like uh plants and looking stuff like the trees look weird uh the serial numbers are lrx-002 on the pedal they're showing oh so lorax yep love that that's um, why i was like the serial number is really cool like that was that's cool uh you can change it from true bypass to buffered bypass very inside cool inside with switches there's dip switches inside this is one of the i mean this is i like this because this is a pedal release and it has a gut shot yeah uh so it has an extra switch that's called unless 
Um, and what that is all about is changing the base contour of the pedal in, mm-hmm. di- in different modes. Um, there, uh, there are three different types of diodes instead of the magic diodes. Um, just to kind of play with how it clips and, and works and whatnot. Um, it's also from a Canadian pedal builder, so it is not that expensive. Um, it's 200 million. Yeah, so that's like what ten bucks. What? Uh, how much is it now? Isn't Canadian like not too much more? It was pretty it getting... bad. It was pretty bad at one point. Oh, okay. Um, two hundred nineteen Canadian is one hundred and sixty-one U.S. dollars today. But you probably have to add some sort of VAT or. Uh... Customs. You might have to pay duty. Uh, duty. <laughs> yep. But anyway, uh, pretty affordable. Uh, if you're if you're curious and want to go check it out, go check out Super Cool Pedals. For Sorry, that. I can't go to dinner tonight. I had to pay duty. Um, all right, anywho, I'm done. All right, we're on to guitars. We made it through. We're on to guitars, and guitars should go quick. Um, there are new finishes for the Les Paul Standard in 2023. Um, they're now offering plain top and figured top versions of the standard 50s. Um, I like that plain top Les Pauls are coming back. To be honest with you, like like a white or like a black or a red. There's some cool colors in there. Pelham blue is included in that. Woo! Um, the 60s also is doing uh, figured and plain tops as well. Um, so again, uh, I believe... Uh, so on the plain tops again, we have classic white, ebony, cardinal red, sparkling burgundy, Inverness green, and Pelham blue. Um, and that, that's the standards coming in at $2,800. Um, and then at the figured top, um, comes in at $3,000 and that gives you the burst. So you get the cherry, blueberry burst, amber, honey, amber, ocean blue, translucent fuchsia, and translucent oxblood. So that's the color range for 2023 mm-hmm. and, and on. Um, it's a Les Paul standard. You know what it is. So there you go. No, no gold. Mm-hmm. There. All right. <sighs> Sorry, I'm tired. I'm ready. To, let's let's do the wave. Dude, I'm exhausted. All right. I'm kind of tired of the Adam Jones um, limited editions uh, from Avaphone. I, I, I'm losing I'm, interest in each each given one. Um, they launched another one. This is the fifth out of the seven that they announced. And it's mm-hmm. people laying in a bed. Yeah. It's it's weird. I, I'm just not, I'm not vibing canned, with it. Canned artsy. Mm-hmm. But I'm um, okay. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, or whatever. Yeah, like I said, it's getting fucking old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, we get it. As much as I love the Adam Jones signatures. Well, you know, something I haven't seen before is what Schechter is coming out with the Sunset Triad, where it's a tricoil pickup. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Well, there you go. So it's, uh, it's like a three... Three together, yeah. So I guess it hums. Mm. It's got a five-way switch, so you're kind of doing different kind of combinations <laughs> of the pickups. Well, you know it's 2023. You can do yeah. whatever you want. Um, 
So this is mm. $8.99, which is kind of middle of the road for Schecter, or actually kind of might be on the lower side of Schecter these days. I think it's actually, yeah. I think most Schecters, like, usually, like, the standard stuff is sitting around 1000 Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's pretty on par. So that's fine. Um, I do like, the, I like the inlays. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So you can, that, that. you can check that out. Um, celebrating their 20th anniversary together, which is crazy to think it's been this long. John Mayer and Martin have come out with two new anniversary acoustics. Um, so there is an OM28JM model and an... Um, so, oh, sorry. There's an OMJM and an OM45. Um, the OM, these both feature a silver burst front-facing finish, mm. um, which I honestly really like the look of until you get a side view of it. Because mm-hmm. like it looks great up into the binding, and mm-hmm. then they don't do any... It's still natural wood on the sides. And so now, then it just starts looking funny. Like I kind of wish they did like a, like a translucent black or something on it to make it work. Well, I mean, I mean, this does seem very John Mayer-ish, though. Yeah, I mean, the guy's wearing a fucking poncho on an album cover. Hmm. Um. So the high end version is night is eighteen four ninety nine. Yeah. So. Good luck. Um, it will probably appreciate in price too because it's a limited edition John Mayer, yada, yada, yada. The OMJM is is a bit um, coming at $4,000, um, which is I don't, about probably about 500 to 1000 bucks more than the normal version. Mm-hmm. Um, with a Fishman Gold Plus Natural uh, Electronics instead of the... Uh, uh, whatever they normally come with, I I don't I didn't have a pickup in my Martin when I bought it, so I don't remember. Hmm. Anyway, um, that's John Mayer guitar news. Um, it's enough John Mayer. Yeah, sorry, it's still one of my favorite Family Guy moments because that was so fucking early in his career too. Mm-hmm. Or well, I mean that's probably around the Gravity time. Maybe a little after. Yeah. That's enough, John Mayer. Yeah. You know what I've right. also so, have enough of? The Fender Acoustic California series. Yeah, Fender. Like, fucking stop trying to make acoustics, dude. Usually not great. I, I can't use guitars, man. I just... The strap pin is in the robot. <laughs> like, so many things. These. Um, so this is more of acoustic guitars with uh, Fender Strat headstock. Yep. Get your color combos. They're all like 900 bucks to like 400 bucks and anything in between. They're all, it's just new colors. I, I can't, I just, I'm moving on. We don't fucking care. Fender. No. The rules. There we go. Oh, I can hear again. Diaz, you still there? Yep, I'm here. I'll okay. text you and say, okay, where did you go? Yeah, my audio card just like clipped out for a minute. Um, okay. Now, this next thing I know you want. No. You don't want the I Bill feel- Gibbons Magnetone? Nope. I would have figured you'd be all over this. Nope. 
I'm not that huge of a ZZ Top fan. I mean, I enjoy them and I do like Billy F. Gibbons, but like, I don't know. Honestly, the magnetron price, I'd be happy to have it. Yeah, so this is the Billy Gibbons Super 59. They're only doing six of them, so good luck. You're not buying one. It's just not happening. Um, and uh, in this silver crocodile style. Mm, yeah, it looks kind of cool. I mean, I like it. So I do magnets help. I love the look of it like that because it reminds me of uh, in the the wonders that thing you do. Oh, really? Yep, it reminds me of the the record label. I forgot what it was called. Hmm. Playtone. Okay, I yeah, it's not that's not ringing a bell for me at all. But all I see is a pair of boots that match. Did you wait? Hold on. Did you not watch that thing you do? I. Diaz, we make you that you references every other episode. Do you think I haven't seen? So how do you forget the Playtone logo? It was all over. I, you laser in on really obscure things sometimes. All right, okay, all right, I can. You know what? That's fair. <laughs> to, to, totally, like not even gonna argue with that. Now it's been like ten years since I've watched the movie. Okay, that's it too. I, I mean, I watch it. You know, every few months at least. Yeah. I, uh, if, if there's a Tom Hanks movie, actually, it's Catch Me If You Can. Catch Me If You Can is an amazing movie. Yep. That's a, is that a Scorsese movie? I believe it is. I believe it is. I think it is. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Anyway, uh, did to, we... Watched, did, just yeah. going back to this thing so we can wrap this up. Uh, 7,000... 7, yikes. Yes. 7,000... It's not crazy to first signature amp. It's, it, it, it's seven pounds. Yeah, I mean, it, again, it's not that crazy for a signature amp these days from like a boutique company. Talk about how heavy it is. Oh. <sighs> no. It's seven thousand pounds. I'm, I'm not making that joke. I'm not. Stop trying. But it's it's seven thousand pounds. <sighs> What's it in kilograms? <laughs> all right we'll keep moving um i you know what i i dig it it's not something that like even like in the the wildest things it's not like an amp that i really want that's fair it is something that i think is pretty cool like i and i respect f gibbons quite a bit i if if, if there's any billy f gibbons um like gear that i want like signature gear i want his off us hmm it's got sli- it's got sliders on it. I think is that the one that has sliders? Uh, or no, that has. You're thinking of either the Alpha Haunt or the one you sent me over the weekend, which we didn't talk about. Mm-hmm. Shoot. Put it. Let's 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 get to it. It does the MXR uh, Billy Gibbons signature fuzz. Oh, has fu- I didn't know it had faders on it. It has a seven. It has a seven band EQ on it. Nice. But it looks cool. Okay. Speaking of cool, um, in Gibson milking everything that they can out of the greeny guitar that they've been around, um, they've released the pickup set from it as a available set. Um, and now the reason I'm saying this is actually kind of cool is the price tag is $300 for Gibson's Oh, wow. Yeah. This is kind of interesting. 
Yeah, I, I think it's pretty cool. So, has there ever been a set of pickups that were dedicated to a specific, to a guitar and not the player? Um, I think this is a unique one um, because this this guitar is famous in its own right because it's been through so many different people. So many different famous people. Yeah. Um, and there are other PAFs of like a specific guitar. There? Yeah. Like, but it's, but I'm talking about that it's actually advertised as this guitar's pickups, not this. Uh, pickups. I mean, as far as recreations of like a specific guitar, I, I guarantee mm -hmm. you there are, there, there's not coming to my brain really quickly here. But our, if you if, if you listen to episodes, shoot, go to the group and tell us if you can think of it. Isn't, the, I, I isn't the appetite for destruction ones based on his old slash his like originals? Isn't isn't that a specific one? Yeah, yeah. I guess I would kind of fall into that. And then there's like just some of the recreation, like uh, Bernie Marsden's Les Paul. I believe has a signature pickup for it. I don't think he can buy them, but. Right, but that's a th that's what I'm talking about. Advertised as a signature for this specific guitar. Yeah, uh, I mean, like, because they had signature wound ones for them when the custom shop did them. But like, but that was the whole thing, though. Like, I, I even think with like flash pickups, they're like slash pickups. That even though they, you know, the description is based off of, oh, this is based off the guitar from this album, but it's yeah. still advertised like a slashes pickups or even the appetite for destruction pickups. I don't think that's the only guitar he used on the album. No. Um, I mean, there's the John Mayer's Big Dipper pickups are a signature based on a specific guitar. <clears throat> but but they're John Mayer's pickups. And yeah, the Big and, Dipper's and, and been, they never like, sold them individually. They just packaged no, them as the guitar, and it was like all yeah. part of one thing. So yeah, it is a unique offering. I think I think it's just very different. I don't I don't like. Yeah, I'll also it's just, cool. Though. Uh, but again, I also push the like if you go and you try to buy a pair of Seymour Duncan PAFs, you're looking at three hundred bucks too. So well, I mean, Gibson's I not is, asking for an outrageous amount of money here. I think that's that's and that's the one thing that I would say is the easiest thing about this is because part of the lore greenie was the miswired thing. Yeah, the out yeah, of phase thing. Out of phase, which apparently at some point that was actually fixed but they left it with the pull pieces facing that way because changing the where the pull pieces are doesn't put it in or out of phase mm -hmm. so anywho all right let's keep going so we're doing good we're seymour, doing good seymour duncan has released a new p90 silencer pickup headlined by jared james nichols i fucking love this guitar so it's it's a silent P90. Um, so Jared James Nichols does the the single P90 and a dog ear on a mm -hmm. on a on a Les Paul style. Um, it looks so tiny. <laughs> the guitar, like I don't know if he's yeah. a big guy or if that's a smaller like. Just with the one pickup and the two knobs. Oh, it I dig that. I still dig that guitar. We talked about that guitar whenever it came out, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah. So they, this comes as individuals or pair um, models. There's also a hot version, um, and there's also a Jared James Nichols version. Um, mm. So the Jared James Nichols version comes in at uh, $149, and the rest are at $139. Um, pretty affordable. It, I would also say I 
don't know. I'm sure they did a P90 stack before. Um, but there's not a lot of silent P90s on the market. So this is, uh, this is pretty cool to see. Um, so actually it works of three coils, one large coil in the center and two outrigger coils on either side. Um, so that's how they're doing the hum canceling. Interesting. So it's not a stacked pickup. It's a, it's a different way of doing a pickup. So it'll sound mm. pretty cool. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, all right. This, this is a pickup week. It's it, there's a lot of pickups this time. Uh, our weeks. Uh, Kramer's eruption humbucker to ball Eddie Van Halen's Icardi's guitar tone with the help of his former luthier Jim Decola. Okay. Yeah, I can. This is. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's. It's the eruption guitar. No, stop. Sort of. Don't try to do that thing. Don't try to do that. No. No. You now you're just trying to make it a thing. What? Mm -mm. Are, are are you talking about like trying to recreate the sound the, 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 the thing guitar. that we talked about earlier? The, the, the guitar more than the player. Well, this is yeah. the this is sort of going after the the Frankie Well, he guitar. changed the he changed the pickup on the Frankenstein numerous times. Yeah, so it's so it's this is hard. more like a general channeling of the sound. Okay, so. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, it's actually right. it's actually speculating. It, given the eruption tag, it's probably safe to say it's based on the Gibson PAF or or perhaps mm -hmm. the later Seymour, Seymour Duncan swap. So, like, even they're not saying specifically they're trying to. Right. Um, it's Elnico five magnets, four wire leads for coil splitting, and it's got the zebra. zebra. And it's available in zebra and double black finishes. Okay. Oh. So. Mm -hmm. All right. So here, let's talk about some. Let's get white and nerdy. Okay. So some quick things. Focusrite Scarlets are now on their fourth generation. Um, they've upgraded the preamps for more dynamic range, which is something um, Scarlets have always kind of struggled with. Um, so you're going to see clearance on all of the old ones and uh, these new ones come out. That's all I'm really going to say about them. I mean, they've now got an auto gain feature in some of the higher end ones um, that prevents clipping and some other kind of things that are supposed to make it easier on you, but you probably shouldn't be using because anyway. Um, iRig Multimedia has upgraded the iRig to the iRig HD X. That's a, uh, you know, if you want to plug your guitar in and use some amplitude or Tonex off your phone or those kind of things. Um, so that they're upgrading the that one in place. Um, it now does USB-C. Uh, hopefully the iPhone does now too, pretty soon too. So it comes in a little easier. That's $129. And then finally, Universal Audio has updated the Apollo Twin X. So that it's the USB version. So those of us that particularly on the Windows side of the world who don't have a Thunderbolt port can now use that with the plugins and the onboard DSP and all the things that Apollo Twins have historically offered. 
So there you go. That's the quick rundown of all the new audio interfaces that are out there. Okay. All right. So I tried to text you. Yeah, I saw it after you dropped off. Yeah. So my laptop, <clears throat> there's a, a short or something in it, so it will not start charging um, whenever uh, it's turned on. So like if the laptop's on and I plug in the power supply, mm-hmm. it will not charge. But if it's turned off and I plug in the power supply, it'll charge and I can turn it on and run off of the power supply. Is this your work computer? Yep. Man. I just don't feel like dealing with it. I mean, so yeah. So apparently someone unplugged the laptop and it was about to die. And then Sarah Beth came out. So I was like, I need a few minutes. Okay. So are we paused or are you still just recording? Oh, I, I, I just leave it and I'll edit it out. Oh, okay. Well, I figured pausing might be easier than editing it out. So, yeah. we're good to go. All right. So, we're going to talk about the Twin X. Are you did. Okay. All right. So now we're on the topic. We're on the topic. Okay. All right. Are we doing both or just one? Whatever you want to do. I really. It's your choice. You know more about this. Like. Um, let's. We'll talk about the first one and see how we feel. Okay. Do you want to introduce it or you want me to do it? You you do it. So like so I'll I'll preface it. Okay. Um apparently there's there was some drama that just had to happen, it seems like. Um pretty much a uh YouTube vlogger someone or other, uh KDH brought out information. Um you can explain more, but like yeah, it just didn't need to happen. It's just crazy. Uh, so I actually disagree that it didn't need to happen. I just don't like the way it did happen. But um, so KDH is a YouTube channel. He does YouTube demos of stuff. Mm-hmm. And he also really loves to amplify drama is or like report on the drama is usually kind of <clears throat> how I think he would refer to himself and tries to do his research and gets all the things together. Um, now, I mean, it's it's a YouTuber. You know, it's not the New York Times and there's different standards for what YouTubers report on than, you know, you know, a, a real newspaper does, you know. Uh, but so one of the, the most recent one that he dove into is that um, is Lee Anderton affiliated with Victory Amps beyond just the feature, how heavily they featured them on their channel and promote them um, and essentially trying to dive into and and verify whether Lee Anderton is an owner or a partner in Victory Amplifiers, which has turned out he was an investor, one of the initial investors in it, even though apparently he's not part of the day-to-day. This has forced uh, Anderton Lee to uh, post a message on his website describing his affiliation with the company and and why he chose to try to keep that a secret. and there's speculation as to whether this is illegal or not based on um, disclosure mm. laws. Because like when like they're featuring Chapman guitars on the Anderton's channel, they're always saying like, oh, by the way, we're affiliated with them. Uh, or like I, I'm personally affiliated with them. Or he has been very quiet with Victory Amps. And that's the part that I would say was the necessary side of like if he is an investor, okay. he should be declaring it. Um, however, that's 
this is about the appropriate amount of energy that I'd give it of saying, Lee, if you're, you know, an investor in this company, just say you are, it's fine. Yeah. Um, cause if he's not part of the day to day, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, or there's less, there's less guilt or like alleged bias in that. I mean, if he was like going up and like doing all these videos where he's like, here's the victory sheriff. And this is why it destroys all the rest of the competition all that was, the time. That's kind of where I'm, that's where I'm sitting on the, I don't think this, I don't think it's had to happen, the, especially the way it did. Maybe, yeah. you know, did it need to, did it need to be known that Anderton, you know, was like financially invested in the company? Honestly, though, here's, I mean, I haven't watched a ton of their videos mm -hmm. and I know Victory Ants will be found in there, mm -hmm. but like, I don't, like you said, I don't think there's ever been the time where they're like, oh, it destroys every other thing. And they're, and they're saying it like they, like as an unbiased review. Yeah. And I think that's part of why they tried to be quiet about it was to actually disconnect Andertons and the brand. Um, yeah. Because otherwise you'd look at them as a, oh, is Victory Amps a house brand the same way? Right. right. Or just, is it a private label? Yada, yada, yada. And just like Chapman Guitars, people like are like Chapman Guitars is an Anderson house. It, like, it's actually not though. Right. But like it, it it's seen that way a lot of times. Yeah. And it, it's been hard for Chapman, frankly, to break away from Andertons. Yes. But mm, I don't, I just... But it also makes sense why Rabia Massad has a signature amp through them and Rob Chapman did and like like why it's why it's so cozy with all those personalities beyond just simply a, a good working relationship. Right. Um but at the same time, I mean Rubia is affiliated with so many brands at this point. Yeah, I don't But yeah, it, it also I, I explains a little bit of like why Victory's had such a hard time kind of penetrating the United States in terms of distribution. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just, I don't, I personally don't think that, I mean, I, I know, I haven't seen specific situations where this would have an effect, really, like a uh, detrimental effect. Other than this, just honestly, if there is probably some preferential treatment of why Victory Amps are so heavily featured on, like, I mean, when they're doing pedal demos and stuff like that, I think. I think Pete, Pete Honore is always using a victory amp or using one very often. So yeah. there is that inherent bias that exists and it's worth declaring. But mm. at the same time, I, you know, apparently moving forward, uh, they're going to add an extra declaration to Anderton's videos of explaining that he's an investor. So I, I would say in some ways justice found. I mean, I'm, I'm content with it. I wouldn't use the term justice though. Yeah. But that's, but that's the thing is like the way, the way some of those, it's not just the, the this outrage was, video kind of thing or like, this is, this is just pretty much pacification. Like this, you're pacifying people. You're not, this isn't justice. It's just pacifying. It's just getting them to shut the fuck up. Would justice require some type of like legal action? I, I no justice in my opinion means that there was a like, a significant wrongdoing and you're arguing that there isn't a significant wrongdoing i don't feel like at any i feel like no i really don't okay because i like i said um like you like i mean actually like you said never have you really seen him say oh this is so much better i will say the, the whole thing is is Anderton's is really good about just providing the facts 
mm-hmm. they give their small opinion of oh I, th- I like this one but like how many of their videos have been just like all right we're gonna line them up and let you hear yeah uh, i mean that's they're, a they're, they're kind of famous for doing the blind testing videos like they're so, that, and that's, that's an, one of their gimmicks and and usually and i don't think i've really seen a negative review from them either uh i've seen things flop yeah i mean but i mean and and also i mean like the the mesa cab clone pretty famously flopped in front of them yeah if you remember that one um but i but it's not like it's okay they haven't gone on like tirades about stuff like no because at the end of the day here's the thing you need to remember about the anderton's channel is they demo gear so that they can sell it sell it yep 100 percent. and so everything has to look good on their channel that's the idea they're not doing reviews they're doing demos right and like and that, pe- people get all up in arms about the review versus demo of YouTuber. And is this a paid review? Is this not a paid review? Um, you need to treat Andertons as if everything is a paid review or yeah, it's a paid demo. It's all supposed okay, to make it look good. So that's, I mean, yeah, I, I don't think there was any wrongdoing. So I don't think that there was justice was served. I think that this pacified people who just were, who didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I can understand i can i can understand not liking it my personal opinion is nothing was terribly there was no terrible wrongdoing Mm -hmm. and maybe maybe you and i feel a little more less of this partly because we're not really anderton's customers either we just consume their youtube channel really because we're sitting here under the the we're in the u.s so obviously we're going to sweetwater or musician's friend guitar center or one of those kind of people has more of a stranglehold of the actual retail side of where we buy. Right. Um, so we're the Chicago Music Exchange doing the same thing. I might feel a little bit different. I, I honestly might. Versus Andertons yeah. is like the biggest, aren't they the biggest shop in the UK? Yeah, I don't, I, if, if, if Sweetwater, okay, if Billy Sweetwater, mm-hmm. um, Chuck Sirac, uh is the owner of Sweetwater. Okay, so if, well, it doesn't work with my story. Okay. Um, all right, fine. If Tom Sweetwater, okay. <laughs> instead of Tom Anderton, okay. if Tom Sweetwater was financially invested in an amp, like an amp brand, mm-hmm. and we didn't know that, but they featured it heavily in their like reviews or their demos, mm-hmm. I wouldn't fucking care. Because just, I mean, most demo most people who do demos anyways they only use the amp that they were given by someone or they can afford yeah and i think everyone will have their like exception for whatever that is but at the same time there is there is a natural process of brands sponsoring and buying out um demoers for continuous use yeah but i mean the whole thing is is the only the only thing that you could like somewhat be bad about is the fact that in that like for, I mean, think about how much Tom Anderton makes off of every amp sold. Lee Anderton. I'm sorry, Lee Anderton. Well, so that's the other part is Lee Anderton is he double dipping, right? <laughs> so as an owner of a company, he's also getting some of that profits or as an investor. I don't know what his investment relationships like, right? I know, he, but he might, it, he might have, he might have invested as seed money and has already been bought out that that's possible or he honestly could not have put in that much or think about it the 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 company could have been diluted down by now yeah that he's such a minority shareholder that it's like like, that's what i'm saying like what if i mean what if he makes two dollars off of every amp so if that 
but like well, that, no, or is it like when we do gear reviews right now i own apple stock do i need to declare that yeah right like or i own some kind of bunch of different things i own amd and nvidia stock so like we or you know those kinds of things do i need to declare that i have a bias towards amd because i bought a graphics card by them because i also own stock in them yeah i mean bear in mind my 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 share of this company is so fractional it's nothing yeah but, but i mean i i like your explanation is a little bit more like you said it's it's smaller and but still i think that in my opinion this guy found something that people might be upset about and mm-hmm. tried to see how far he could go and it it's just the fact that pe- people aren't even talking of the, about the fact of the amps they're talking about the drama yeah you know what i mean the the actual facts of what happened is not what people are entertained by yeah that's not what we're talking about we're well, talking about this guy throwing a fit and his and then anderton's reaction which mm-hmm. was very just calculated and factual and it's like this is what yeah okay well i mean like so leanderton's a businessman that's and, and a pretty savvy thing. one who's like he's got a number of irons in the fire where he's he's kind of well expanded just beyond just a simple shop and like good on him for what he's done with that company okay. here and here's the whole thing too granted the argument's going to be the fact that leanderton didn't publicly disclose mm-hmm. that he had uh, and but but watch one episode of shark tank and watch how the the sharks think they're like oh well oh i'm in this product as well which would team well with this and it's like okay that is a business person and i think it's actually a really good example because a lot of these sharks end up being such minor minority shareholders they're not in the day-to-day and stuff like that hell i think there's been times where these people have forgotten that they are part owner of this business probably and it's like and and it's like but like they the whole thing is is they use the different areas that they're invested in to work together to help the those brands get built yeah and so that's a that's an interesting aspect of anderton's particularly and lee anderton particularly because he's done a number of private label companies now right right um and so i there was a list of them i think so there's obviously chapman guitars mm-hmm. um there's uh these were all listed here at some point so let's i'm just stalling till i get to it (laughs) um east coast guitars landlord effects um and a number of them it's clearly like they're just they're just private labeling another guitar Mm -hmm. you know like you're 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 having world music or you know court or somebody cortec build you the guitars and put a private label on it then you're marketing and selling and warehousing it and that's mm-hmm. the way a lot of guitar companies actually exist. And so, like, yeah. I'm not pointing the finger at them and exclusively and it's saying not, that. And, well, and even then, though, it's not also just rebranding a guitar. A lot it, of it times, can be specifying too, it, yeah. They they make small modifications and specifications, just like I mean, we're I don't do we were talking about this in the pre up or during right now we're talking about it, or we've already just recently talked about um like Kroger brand. Yes, the private label stuff. Yeah, private label was that the pre up or was that that was pre up. Or that was pre pre app, like we didn't even record yeah. that part. So um we, we were talking beforehand, pre pre app. Uh that's a whole nother tier. <laughs> you have to move in with me. <laughs> um, but uh they um 
you know, private labels and just rebranding, you go to Kroger and they, you know, there's not a factory of Kroger making cereal mm-hmm. they, they're using a, a co-packer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Kirkland and, is like that too. I mean, like everything yeah. Kirkland brands at, at um, Costco, you know, you, you go to the Kirkland brand this and you look at the back label and it's another brand made it for you. Well, and it, and it's like, an, it's a, you know, there's a factory that's making this. And usually what happens is, is like, if you're getting off brand Captain Crunch, it's made in the same factory as Captain Crunch, but they've ever so slightly changed the recipe or do something slightly different. Because usually what happens is this, the co-packer gets the big brand. They, they get, they get, I'm going to just use Captain Crunch. They get Captain Crunch. Mm-hmm. Captain Crunch pr- approaches them, says, Hey, we want you to make this for us. You know, we need to use your facility to make this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they make it and they're like, okay, we'll make it. And they're like, Oh, well you can't, you know, make our recipe for anyone else. And they're like, well, we won't make your recipe for anyone, for everyone, you know, for anyone else, but they have the recipe and they're able to slightly change it. Just like whenever you get some of these like Chinese off-brand things where it's like exactly the same thing, but just a little different. It's the factory that already makes the original, just changing it a little bit and making it for you. So that's, you know, what happens with these guitar companies, yeah, these I mean, guitar factories. I mean, famously, there's, the there's only a few guitar factories in the world. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean... But there are, there's like, yeah, there's a, and then sometimes, many, you know, an Epiphone bridge finds its way onto a Squire guitar, you know? <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, all right. Speaking of, uh, Fender and all that stuff, well, you said Squire, but it's close enough, I guess. Um, this, there's one more topic. Oh, I wanted mm. to close out this topic actually real quick. Of, okay. uh, um, even headed result or uh, an objective looking at things is the way to be. And the internet all too often gets like looking for like an evil net or evil conspiracy or those kind of things. And this is not it. And stop living your life that way. I don't can say like, I don't think Lee Anderton is like a millionaire now because he invested in victory amps and used Anderton's to show it. I mean, he might've made some decent money on it. I'm, I'm not saying he didn't make decent money. Yeah, I'm saying though, I don't think, but it's like I don't know. I mean, Chuck Sirock, the guy who owns Sweetwater, has money. He does really well. He has a oh, heli- yeah. he has a helicopter company for crying out loud. Oh, that's right. You did say Andersons was like the Sweetwater of the UK. Yeah, I guess Toman is really the Sweetwater of the UK. Yeah, but here's the thing: does uh, does Billy Sweetwater? Do you think he made all his money? Um, at Orlando or whenever he moved to LA. <laughs> Do you get that? No. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was Is a, that a Disney know? foot joke? No, it's a basketball joke. Oh, okay. Whenever he said, Do you think Shaq made all his money in Orlando or whenever he went to LA? They're like, Shaq made all his money in college. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um it, it's uh uh, yeah, kind of a random thing. That is a um, random thing. Um, <laughs> other piece of news that just came out: um, Fender has finally admitted that they had to downscale, like uh, from an official standpoint. So there's been a few interviews out there talking about how the bubble has burst on new gear for them. Um, 
in that yeah. in 2022 they had to cancel they had over a hundred million dollars in sales canceled on them so those are orders that were already in that then got canceled because the gear bubble is bursting well here's my question though so we we once again this is something in the pre pre-up we talked about mm-hmm. so are these orders that were canceled that were ready to be fulfilled or were these purchase orders that got canceled that weren't even fulfilled yet probably purchase orders because if you remember everything got backlogged really bad right, so that, so that's the whole thing is like while this sounds like it sounds like oh we had a hundred million dollars worth of orders and they got canceled but you, it's not like you made a hundred million dollars worth of guitars that just never got sold no i mean there was it's, there was allegations of the big um like the squire payments that needed to be made what, what was that? we're like so the, the other part you got to remember is how much of fenders products are imported right even if it's just parts right. and pieces and manufactured mm-hmm. things like that um but also fully assembled guitars from squire and you know those kind of things and those come in on a shipping container and we we saw we saw all the shipping issues that happened in during the pandemic um and what also happened was orders went up during that time because everything was so backlogged they're like we need more we need more we need more and once mm-hmm. once that demand was satisfied and also inflation and all the other kind of things and people leaving the house and um the fender ceo actually talks about how people start spending money on travel like crazy in 2021 and 2022 um and now you're watching the travel industry starting to have some issues too because people are tired of traveling people are tired (laughs) of traveling that's why that's why southwest is doing companion pass sales right now um they're trying to boost their numbers because their their sales are dropping that's yeah um so you're watching bubbles start to burst right now because we've had a crazy economy of unbalanced things for a while well i feel like what's real i mean it's i think that just stepping back big picture um the global economy and also a big thing of the united states economy shifting um all right it feels like uh it feels like it's kind of settling on where we've just had a crazy few years like we're kind of going through growing pains we got unbalanced yeah like i feel like right now we're going through growing pains kind of like with pay scales have increased but also the cost of living has increased and i feel like we're just going to have to go through a, a tough time until we can get settled again and get a new normal which i i, I oh I, man I you should term, you should run but, for office based on that that stump yeah, speech you just gave well no i like i'm, I'm being dead serious that's just from what i like and uh, i don't because i don't i don't listen to politicians anymore like i stopped really following politics just because it just got too damn depressing uh, um i'd rather just do the ostrich thing um this is fine <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the fuck's going on. That's why do you think I stay in my apartment all the time? The the world is scary. Um, but yeah, it's just one of those things where I feel like um we went through just giant like it's almost like we went through our teenage years financially, where we went through different phases. Well we're, yeah, we're gonna, it, we're gonna finally get into where okay, this is how it's gonna be for a while. Like we we disrupted the normal economy flow substantially. GameStop during yeah well gamestop was fun i made money on that uh the there's so cryptocurrency dog coin um uh, nfts cryptocurrency uh, was a fun ponzi scheme um but there's so much that like has 
The economy has been disrupted multiple times and sent yeah. off balance and it's off balance still. Like there's not a and sense it, of balance. It, 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 honestly, I'm, I'm telling you, this is how I feel. It's not until we start learning how we're going to adapt AI into a lot of like careers mm -hmm. and business. Once we figure out how we're going to adapt that, I feel like we're going to see a big change one more time and then we'll start getting used to the new um just way of life that we're going to become accustomed to yeah we'll see if the range in ai development actually wow we're, we're deep topic here now um as, as someone who uses ai generative ai as part of his job now um it's a wonderful additional tool tool it does not replace me whatsoever um and so right. um and that's that's it in its current you know formation it might change and it might develop and and we'll see what happens but yeah. as right now i mean um there are certain careers where yeah you should be you should be feeling threatened and you should instead of sitting there raging about feeling threatened just to be honest with you it's time to start thinking about how you're going to adapt and change i think it's kind of like the whole time when like a uh there was the big change where people were losing their factory jobs and they were trying to train them how to use computers and technology yeah I that's a that's, that's a jump for people um i i, I, I think almost he, what I, we're getting to yeah i mean this is the classic why don't you take the people out of coal mines and teach them how to code right yeah um and i don't know if those are the same pe person but i do think there are people who um would happily go to automotive technician school from mm -hmm. working in a coal mine or you know those kind of careers too and but unfortunately that also involves people having to move because you can't have a whole town that was all coal miners suddenly full of auto repair people like <laughs> that's not going to work so yeah. you yeah it's there's no clean easy answer as much as no no there, it's gonna it's we're gonna be we're gonna stumble through we're gonna go through the growing pains and at some point we'll finally get out of like this phase in our economy but right now it's uh uh i mean this is this is the whole rust belt conundrum right like there are whole parts of the country that are just like regions that are just plagued by this and mm -hmm. and the other reality is there's people like me who are part of the creative intellectual economy where you know an office can be replaced by another office so you just don't see it or feel it like mm -hmm. there's a lot of empty offices in chicago right now and that that's talked about like 20 percent vacancy in in office buildings or something like that oh wow um yeah and so they're like are we going to convert these to housing because we need more housing and we need more housing you know so there's those kind of debates happen but the, you don't see you know empty blocks in chicago yet of office buildings you know so you just don't we're not feeling the same kind of pressure it, it it gets replaced by something else anyway uh we went way off topic all that to say uh fender has had to make some serious adjustments because that's what happened and that explains a lot of all the turnover that's happened over there also yep. they make too many models of weird guitars that no one wants <clears throat> i said it but yeah they're doing cool stuff with squire honestly the paranormal series of squire is like the only place i really pay attention at fender anymore hmm that and signature models and well oh sorry i was trying to do it i've got a toddler here who's apparently go ahead. Thomas. we, we can it. land it go ahead yes all right well thank you for uh joining us guys um sorry we missed you last week it was another one of those weeks where it was just like it just wasn't gonna happen <laughs> so we uh, i 
I got COVID. <laughs> yeah. Scott caught COVID. I had a lot going on. Like, I think, did you text me? I texted like, you and just went, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. He, you texted me. You're just like, do you want to not do it this week? And I was just like, yep. <laughs> like, like when he texted me, I was in the middle of dealing with a work emergency and I was just like, thank you. <laughs> like, oh, heavens. But, um, go check out, uh, electromotivesoundco.com he actually will still be there whenever you go to the website mm -hmm. so just because we don't do the podcast every week but anywho honestly at, at this point i think our pace going forward we've done this before we're probably sitting at every other week yeah and two reasons we're doing that one is better news so that we yeah. don't cover everything we actually just curate we we've actually been curating and cutting things out more in our in our scripts uh which will also be part of our pre-eps now will be us cutting and talking about some of the stuff that we cut um so that's another incentive to get on the patreon train and become part of the pre-eps that you get at any tier um and also the fact is scott and i sarah beth we're trying to tell people about some cool stuff all right <laughs> <laughs> so okay another, okay um, but like so like another thing is is that fact that scott and i are friends we're both very busy people and we it's getting worse talk huh it's getting worse at how busy yeah. we are yes um so we talk somewhat in the chat room which uh if you support the show at five dollars or more you get into but also it means we talk more during the pre-up so you get the pre-up if you donate at any amount. So you can go to patreon.com slash the effects loop and you can be a Patreon supporter just like a bunch of other cool people. And Sarah Beth, Sarah Beth, say hi to the Patreon supporters. Hi. See? And then, <laughs> but also you can go to the effects loop.com. It's got links to everything, including the Patreon uh, and also uh, to everything. My brain just shut down. It's all good. We're done. We're done. All right, guys. Listen, thanks for listening to me struggle these last couple of seconds. Bye. You think it was just the last couple of seconds? Oh, yeah. No, just in general. Sarah Beth, all right. say, bye to, say bye to all the people. Bye. Say see you later. All right, bye. All right, bye, guys. Damn. That's it. That's how we're going to Bye.
dictionary Why is negativity always drawing out picture every visualized love Energized lives together, together We undefeated, a plan to make well There's no gloves needed when we weed into the mindset Of achieving and believing in a community That remains happy, never after The world should be one, hate annihilated Every heart is one, love again So, don't buy